here they are. The meanest bunch of desperados this side of Sector 10. Oh, great, great. Let's do it. Jack, Ryan, you guys go ahead. Lex, you tell your guys to round up the others and keep them out of sight. Surprise is going to be the key. Wait a minute. Um, uh, what others? The people. You know, the tribes. You were going to mobilize the people. What are you trying to tell me? This is it? Are you kidding? Lex, we need an army. We need an army, Lex. Look, you have no idea what we're facing out there. The people don't want to fight. The people want to lie down, roll over, and play dead. I'm lucky I got anyone. Don't you get it yet? We are going to be massacred. Welcome to Series 2, Episode 52 of Conversation on the Mountain, a podcast about the tribe. I'm your host, Lance, and joining me in the finale today is Liz. Hello. Sabine. Hi. Maggie. Hi. And Matt. Hi, everyone. With episode notes done by both Matt and myself. So Series 2, Episode 52, the screenplay was done by David Fox. It was directed by both John Callan and John Reed. And the episode synopsis is read out by Matt. With the rest of the Morats captured, Ray, Lex, Ryan and Jack must come up with a plan and find allies in the city before the Guardian's ultimatum expires. Can they defeat the Chosen for good? The Supreme Mother asks a restless Guardian what Bray's eventual fate will be. With the city almost completely in his grasp, the Guardian details the ultimatum that he gave to Bray um, and that his fate is to end up alongside his brother. With a smile, Trudy seems to take this all very calmly. And your panel, I want to focus on that to start with. Um, what did you make of Trudy in this moment? Um, yeah, what's going, going on in her head? She seemed to take that very calmly. I don't know. Maybe she still thinks she has a way to talk, you know what I mean, to, to, to change it? I don't know. It's possible she's disassociating at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you I mean, imagine what this moment is like for somebody who has been in such a high-stress state of mind this entire time. And it's finally all over. They, you know, she passed her test as far as she knows. She's back with her daughter. She might be just riding the high in that one frame of mind and isn't really focusing or paying attention. I'm not making excuses for her. I mean, I just don't think Trudy is thinking at all about what he just said is going to happen to Bray. You know, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It, you know, for me, it always felt like the moment he said he will be reunited with his glorious brother, we knew what he meant. But mm-hmm. I, I still feel Trudy interpreted it as he will be part of the Chosen. Yeah, that maybe he would be joining them. He would you be know, joining their the ranks, yeah, in their in their level of ranks, and you know, maybe she just thought she would have him besides her then, or maybe she really is crazy and thinks Zoot's coming back. Mm. Just saying, probably not. It's probably yeah. what Liz said. Just not thinking that that was actually going to happen, you know? Right, right. Kind of vague enough, still, isn't it? That you might have interpreted it a different way. Mm-hmm. And, and Trudy tends to interpret it in the way she wants to interpret it. That is true. Wait, 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 wait. We, we can't give her this. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you going to let us? Are you going to let us slide? No, 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 no. no. Always try, slide. you know. Um, she's fully indoctrinated. And she knows the teachings. Um, there's no way she interpreted that as, oh, yeah, he joined the fold. She knew that meant death. 
like whether she's disassociating it at the moment because she's focused on Brady is a separate conversation. But she know what that she knew what that meant. Come on, come on, guys. <laughs> and she's a good actress. Yeah, I think she was just you know so self assured that she would get her way and get him mm-hmm. to you know to do what she wanted to happen. Oh. Later on, Trudy's actually very shocked when Bray is so resistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she seems really surprised that he's, like, that's why she lays it on thick that he'd be saving his tribe's life. Mm-hmm. And seems so positive that that would work. Yeah. And then when he, when that doesn't work in future, we'll see that, you know, he, he falls for the bait at first. And, um, but then at the last minute, says screw it <laughs> yeah, you guys are on your own but i can't do this look at her face in that like she's yeah. genuinely surprised that bray would put principle above the lives of the other people so maybe you know she's convinced that bray would never let danny die or anybody that he cares about he would join he would do whatever he would it takes yeah. other people. yeah um and I'm not saying that I'm not, again, I am not excusing her headspace, but I wonder if that's why she doesn't seem concerned that Bray could die joining his brother. Because I actually yeah. do agree with Lance. I don't think she's confused about that interpretation. I think she understands that if he does not comply, he will be killed. Perhaps she's just convinced that he will comply, yeah. you know, yeah. um, because of all the people that Bray cares about. And if there's anything she knows about Bray, as wiffle waffle as he may be, he'll lay down on the wire for the people he cares about. And yeah. Um, yeah. reluctantly, but he'll do it. And <laughs> so perhaps she's just convinced that he's going to comply, obviously. You know, um, it's Bray and they've got Danny. And uh, as much as she may not like that, it's something she's made peace with. He's got Danny, so he'll definitely do whatever it takes. He's not going to die because Bray's going to do what you guys want. So it could just be a form of denial along with her disassociation. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she's confused as to what the Guardian means. Yeah, that's very fair. Um, yeah, just to finish that off before we move on, um, what do you make of the Guardian's kind of, not, not really scared, but concern about Bray? Uh, he's wise to be concerned mm-hmm. about Bray. Um, I, <laughs> oh my gosh, what Bray could have done if he had ever decided to play the Guardians game. Yeah. Oh yeah. He could have been the magnificent. Threat, the threat he could have been. I Jaffa's not dumb. You know, he may be arrogant. His hubris may get him in the end, but he's not stupid. Bray is a concern. You know, and he never looked confident about breaking Bray whatsoever. He was always concerned about him. So it it doesn't, it's like he'd be an idiot to not look at Bray and see him as the threat he could be to his entire chosen thing. I mean, imagine if Bray had just said, fine, okay, I'll bend the knee. Sure, I'll worship my brother. I mean, he's as close as you can get to having Zoot back. Yeah. He's his bloodline. It would, you know... It would put Jaffa's position in danger. Very much in danger. People would f- start following Ray instead of him. I don't think that Jaffa would have ever actually allowed him to join them. So, because of that reason, exactly. Yeah. He's the wild guy, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. He is, definitely. He's built up this entire religion around the family of Zoot, and that necessarily includes Bray. So Bray could sort of come in and 
you know, do whatever he likes, yeah. really. Do what Bray does. And he knows Bray is, you know, charismatic. Mm. People do tend to follow him, especially women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just Bray is dangerous. And unless he could know 100% for sure that there was a way to control Bray to do his bidding, then he'd be a total idiot not to be scared of him. I mean, there's a reason he his instinct is just to remove the tribal leaders. Mm-hmm. Whatever disdain Jaffa has for other people, whatever arrogance he has about his own clout and his own power to move people, he is aware that there are people out there more powerful than he is, more influential, more charismatic. People follow them for a reason. They are a threat to him. And the worst threat he could ever bring into the Chosen is Zoot's own brother. The one person mm-hmm. who knew him better mm-hmm. than anybody alive right mm-hmm. now. I mean, Zoot could, I mean, Bray could have come in there and just, he could be, he would be the silent missile in the water. Mm-hmm. And easily destroy the Chosen by, you know, saying, well, he just start talking about what his yeah. brother was yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Just in gentle conversation. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's if Bray was really smart. We know he's not. So Yeah, clearly. <laughs> we know what he could have been, right? We know what he could have been. He could have played this and gotten everyone out safely, you know, by convincing the Chosen of his path instead of the Guardians. He's the one person who can contradict what Jaffa claims yes. wants, you know? Yeah. Um, and what he was, what he was, what he would wanted, how he saw the world, all those things. And he can't control Bray. He's, no. he, that's what he's concerned about, about all the leaders. You know, he wants the people who are, you know, more vulnerable. Yeah, it would be a feather in his cap if he can convert Bray, but he already doubts that about himself. Yeah, and he's, you know, there's so many people he'd rather have joined him that, you know, anyone that stands, that dares to stand against him. He sees as worthy to convert to his beliefs. The pushovers, eh, they're just, you know, extras, minions. Because the only person more powerful in The Chosen than Bray would be is Brady. But Brady's mm-hmm. not an issue. She's literally being raised by this cult. So, you know, so she'd be raised to do whatever they wanted. Jaffa's not concerned about her, you know, but Bray is a grown-ass adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just thinking, um, uh, Ebony wishes she was in that position because mm-hmm. <laughs> when she tried to like play up that she was Zoot's woman, but oh it yeah, didn't go anywhere. Yep. But if she could have, yeah, she had Bray's clout, <laughs> would have gone a long way. Mm-hmm. Hey, come on, don't turn away. Can't you guys see what's going on here? I need your help. Why? Because they've got you a girlfriend. Yeah, more than they look after themselves. Come back. Come back. Please, come back. Please! Meanwhile, knowing that they're outnumbered, Lex attempts to drum up support among the city folk, but he only manages to bring back a handful, most of which are quick to run off when Bray scares them with his pessimistic view of their chances. Bray then has a go himself, but he's met with scepticism and the Morats' motives. He doesn't give up, however, and gathers another group and appeals instead to their self-preservation. So yeah, um, what did you make of both Lex and Bray's different attempts to win over new allies? And are you surprised at all at the hmm. refusals? 
Oh, they had so many good points. Because, yeah, why would we help the mole rats? Mole rats only look after themselves. They're a-holes. <laughs> yeah. No offense, Matt. This really annoyed me. Um, I mean, granted, there's some things that I think are really good about these two scenes. You know, the differences in Lex and Bray's approaches, the, the positives and the negatives about how they approach people, what they say to people. You know, um, where you have Lex who plays on the vulnerability of feeling weak or being called a chicken, like you're Marty McFly or something, and that's your weak spot or whatever. Um, and how that would not be effective for everybody, because not everybody cares if you think they're a coward. It's <laughs> like, whatever, you're right, I'm out, you know? Um, and then you have Bray's bleeding heart approach, where it, it's just like he gives people more optimism in a way. But what I never liked about it was Lex did bring people. Yeah. And instead of showing an ounce of gratitude and like assessing the situation that, okay, he did get some people, but the Lex tells him, you have no idea what we're facing out there. People don't want to fight. And instead of being like, okay, okay. Assessing that and recognizing he instead, what does he do? He insults Lex's efforts mm -hmm. and then goes into full despair in front of these kids who are hanging on by a thread yeah and scares them off and lex is like are you what the frick you know how long it took me to drum up that lot and i don't mm -hmm. like the way you know bray goes out there like he can do better and then the narrative paints it like he could i that's i'm sorry the bray i've seen for season two couldn't have done any better than lex no. okay no. Just, lex and, is more um, effective at least he finds people yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that last minute Bray is a hero and it's like I've watched him for a whole season you guys <laughs> this is, it's too late to suddenly you know paint him as this great rallying point for people you know and like that he could go out there and do a much better job and get the people to come and fight the chosen and it's like um, I just feel like Lex was a better choice mm -hmm. to get people to fight and, and I didn't like it I didn't like well <laughs> I mean Lex calls out the guys who want to be tough, who want to be known as tough, and gets them. Bray just finds the people who are too scared to say no to him. That, and I mean, it's Bray, right? Mm -hmm. So, of course, like, he's got to be the hero, and for reasons that I won't say. It, but it reminds me too much of in the last episode where... Danny's conversation with the Guardian would have been better if Danny had actually fought for all the things that she was standing mm -hmm. for in that moment. Yeah. But we watched her for a whole season not doing those things and being not that much better than the Guardian in many ways. So it was like these, this conversation could have been great, but it's not because I, I know you, Danny. I watched you for 52 freaking episodes. And so you standing here is this like pillar of righteousness ain't working for me and so i think that's why bray going out there and he's the one who succeeds in getting fighters and apparently his fighter fighters are better than lex's and <laughs> I, i'm just like i watched you for 52 episodes this isn't working for me you know you guys are trying to use this hail mary attempt to sell these two characters as leaders and it's not working because i just watched them fail at it drastically for a year mm-hmm yeah, and, you know, I, I still don't get why Bray thought this would work. Why him literally begging people to help him would work after, you know, he and Danny have been the faces of everything that went wrong in this city over the past couple of 
months, you know, if these kids think about who lied to them, they think Bray and Danny lied to us about so many different things. If they think about Lex, they, they might wonder if he's the guy that actually killed Billy Boy. So if they're going to fight someone, who'd they, fight, who'd they choose to fight with? The guy who has the reputation to be, you know, the bad guy who's good in a fight? Or the whiny boy who <laughs> just begs for help because he doesn't think he can do it on his own? I mean, it's Ray. I mean, it's Bray. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, that makes so much more sense. That's all I got. <laughs> that's what you need. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, you know what? Suddenly everything makes sense to me. Like, of course, the self insert character succeeded. Absolutely. Yeah. And of course, he didn't have to do anything of substance up until that point, right? Except claim the glory. It's fine. Oh, no okay you guys decide who would you rather have like fighting with you would you rather have kids who are they may not be smart but they're brave they're like yeah mm-hmm. i'm not taking this lying down let's let's do this yeah. and that's what lex brought in yeah or would you rather a bunch of people who just felt bad for bray's bleeding <laughs> no. heart please please help me save my girlfriend <laughs> no, no no team lex for sure in this situation uh, i'd be on team lex in this and they were just like, okay, oh, he looks so sad and pathetic. Okay, I can't even throw a punch, but I just feel bad for him. So, I, I it's like, no wonder you guys lost. No yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Lex definitely did the, the better job, you know, mm-hmm. after insulting everyone. But, you know, um, Lex is Lex. Yeah. What I would have loved to see, though, actually, because, you know, Lex had, you know, the lay of the land, right? He understood what everyone was thinking. Um but, you know, Bray had all the, you know, oratory and everything to, to see them, you know, working together on it. Because there are some really good scenes in this episode of the two of them working together. Yeah. Yeah. They can if they're desperate enough. Yeah. And, and you know, they were desperate, <laughs> let's face it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they make a great team when they can put their their egos and their pride aside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to think, when was the last time we, we've seen Bray and Lex be a team? Like, really... Mm. I'm just glad we are and we're going to get to see more kind of, you know. I I was going to say season 2 episode 1 when <laughs> yeah, that's probably Lex episode. Drag- yeah. Lex Lex made sure Bray got out of the building and, and told, told him, him. about well, Amber. It, it was Ryan who got him out of the building. Right, but that's the Yeah, but oh, Yeah. Yeah, for you see, I mean, there's not really been much of a team. No, <laughs> no, that's why it's nice to see it. It would have been, a, yeah, like I like mentioned, it would be a nice moment to have for both of them to have gone together and succeeded, but yeah. I think a better way of getting people together as well than sort of, you know, Bray's kind of what he ended yeah. up with. <laughs> I have to say, though, I still think Ryan had a very sane point in telling the boys that are they really gonna want to fight for us for real yeah ryan was definitely the voice of reason there (laughs) yeah i think ryan would have been much more effective person Mm -hmm. to go out there and find people to fight look guys i know we suck but we can (laughs) rarely ever let ryan shine you know Mm -hmm. so of course ryan they're not gonna put ryan out there you know and but that would have been far more interesting and might have been a more effective and a better use of your characters than just using just having Bray and Lex I you mean, know measuring against each other 
fact, in the game, they call Ryan slow. Mm-hmm. Like, they just legitimately refer to him as slow. And this is very disappointing. Because I don't think he is slow. I just think he's not as um, assertive as the others. Yeah, but he sees everything. And he notices mm-hmm. things, you know? Yeah. That's what I mean. He's not dumb. And he can, you know, see where the city kids are coming from. Yeah, the mall rats suck. Yeah, and unlike, you know, Lex, who thinks that everyone should be a fighter like him, or Bray, who thinks that if you ask nicely enough, people will help you change the world, Ryan is more realistic. Yeah. He's the only one to ask, why would they? So yeah, their 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 best tactic would have been sending Ryan out there. They might have gotten more people that way. And I suppose with the way these characters have been written, this was the most realistic outcome for their behavior. As disappointing as it is. And, you know, it just, it totally makes sense that this is Bray and Lex would be fighting at each other and completely at odds over each other's methods. And that Bray would be having a meltdown because the light of his life is in danger. (laughs) And that's all he cares about. Um, That's what Bray does. And of course, you could never just compliment Lex and say, hey, thanks for getting some extra hands. You know, I'll see, you know, well, can you watch things here? Well, I try and get some extra hands, you know, um, because we're going to need a few more, you know, be a leader like he's supposed to be. But uh, this is what they would do, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Let's not give Ryan anything useful to do because none of us respect him. And Jack, press some buttons over here. That's why we keep you around. And it's sad. Uh, And then that comment to Jack, you know, after what you did with Wolf. We just figured we'd let you have it. Too soon. You're blooded now, Jack. This is your mm-hmm. fight. Jack's like, um, I'm still, I'm still digesting that heart <laughs> I ate. So, um, going out. When he, you know, was talking about the his relationship with Ellie, this wasn't the next step he thought about you know, <laughs> nope. risking his life for her like this. And in that process, killing the guy he was afraid would steal his girlfriend. Yeah, no, this wasn't the plan. <laughs> Eliminating the competition. Escalated quickly. Yes, yes, it did. <laughs> How does he explain that one away? It wasn't because I was jealous. I promise. Did they? Did he actually like? Is he dead? Dead? Like for sure? For sure? Oh, totally. Did you see <laughs> that fall? I guess I, I did. I guess I, I did. Mean, if suit, if suit's dead, dead, then wolf's dead, dead. If, and I'm not going to say his name. Um, Zoot's fall was convincing. That was convincing, yeah. That's why I'm like, I, I, okay, confirmation. That makes. He sense. even did acrobatics as he flipped over that Me. railing. He did some Cirque du Soleil stuff before he landed. He sure <laughs> he thought he was going to make it. Ball. Oh boy. Yeah, I, I never liked um, falling down the stairs and being dead. Um, Storylines. <laughs> That's why I'm just like, do you know? Because uh, really, break his neck. Like, is he? Is he a goner? I have fallen down the stairs spectacularly so many times without killing myself that, you know, you'd think a guy like Wolf could take that few steps down. You would you would think he would know how to fall down some steps properly. Like, come on, dude. This is his fault. Achilles heel, okay? Stairs, okay. Stairs. We, we should have known the whole time. Maybe none of this would have ever happened. <laughs> hmm. You know, wouldn't have this been an interesting angle to take Jack's development and storyline to have him his conscious like fighting with this what he's done, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. We don't get any of that. 
at all. Yeah, no. No. Would have been nice to see. Maybe that's why I wasn't convinced he was dead. I don't know. Or I just didn't care about it. I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to imply that Wolf was dead. He's just defeated. Yes. He's just disarmed. That's what I took from it, too. Is that he was, and then he retreated back to his den with his tail between his legs. Like a good little wolf would. Yes. We never see him ever again. <laughs> I mean, it, it would have helped. They could have shown some resolution, like them tying him up or something, because mm-hmm. obviously he still could be a threat to you or whatever. He could run back to the Chosen and... Well, then again, and they already clearly knew where they, these guys were because they dropped Wolf off there. So, yeah, I mean, but still just a smart person would be like, let's just secure him so he can't be any more trouble for us. But we um, know that the people in charge at the moment <laughs> are not that smart, especially in situations like this. True. They probably just walked away like, okay, that's handled. That's handled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give Jack a pat on the back like, good job, bud. Ray's here. Soon. The Guardian gave him till noon to surrender. Or you'll die. And you know what Bray's like. He's far too gallant to ignore a damsel in distress. Unless it's you. So, Trudy sends for Danny, informing her of the Guardian's ultimatum to Bray and taunting her by bringing up Amber before Danny quips back about Bray's failure to rescue her <laughs> from the Chosen. And yeah, I thought it was a really interesting scene. Uh, what did you make of this exchange? And what exactly was Trudy's motivation in sending for Danny here? Interesting. Uh, that's your your description of the scene. Um, <laughs> it was magnificent. Uh, I think yeah, this is one of the only times where I'm like, you go, Danny. Yep. Like this is this is amazing. I, I always hate people going after Trudy, but in this moment, I'm. Team Danny. That yeah, like that's totally fair. No lies detected. But uh, nope. But and I get why Trudy wanted, you know, to rub it into Danny with a oh yeah, we're using you as bait and you you do realize Bray was only with you because you're you know, you remind him of Amber. <laughs> you know, you're just a replacement. Because that's how she sees Danny. As the girl Bray took up with because Amber was gone. I think it's a very perceptive scene. And I think the point is to remind us of what led Trudy down this path in the first mm-hmm. place. And I think they do it with some really clever and fun catty dialogue. You know, everything makes sense here. It's a very highly motivated scene. Mm-hmm. It, makes, it makes sense to me that Trudy would want to show off her position Oh, and absolutely. one of the people she want to show off is a young woman she is deep down desperately jealous of, envious yeah. mm-hmm. of, resentful of. You know, from the moment Bray, I mean, it's like, Bray, I took my eyes off you for six hours and you came home with another <laughs> woman. For mm-hmm. sake, you know? Six hours, Bray. Yeah, and you're supposed to be grieving. You were about to abandon all of us, you know. I, I, I'm, last time I saw you, we were we were talking at a gravesite, and you were ready to walk away from everyone, including your niece, because you were grieving so hard. And then you changed your mind because it's what Amber would have wanted. It's what Amber would have done. And then I don't see you again, and you came back with her. Like this was my chance to be your friend, to console you, to be there for you. And you went out and found someone new. That's that's how bad <laughs> mm-hmm. it is. That's how bad our relationship is. Mm-hmm. And she's just been hovering over you like a golem this entire time. Of course, Trudy resents 
Danny with the yeah. fire of a thousand suns. I mean, at mm-hmm. least Amber, she liked Amber. Yeah, that you know? was like, to swallow. If she could handle Bray's attraction to yeah. Amber because she was like, I like I like her too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Amber's a decent person. It's yeah, hard not if, to love her. If you have to lose to someone, you know? Lose to a friend. It's yeah. Right. And Danny, it's just like, ugh. The only thing he could possibly like about you is that you're somewhat like Amber, but you'll never be her. I get her wanting to show off mm-hmm. and be like, look at me l- lounging, you know, like a yeah. Roman goddess right now. And I-, I did like Danny's line, but I thought it was more than just her being catty. It's yeah. reminding the audience what the Mallrats yeah. did. Yeah. Bray can't resist a damsel in distress nope. unless it's you. And mm-hmm. it just really hits home. That of all the people he should have cared about, that he should have rescued, she's the one person that he just didn't. It's like, guys, if anybody needed a reminder of why Trudy ended up going down this path, why she was so vulnerable to the Chosen, why she finds some enjoyment in her friend's downfall, um, it's because of that. Yep. It's a good scene. Yeah, Danny reminded her, nobody cares. Nobody cares about Trudy, and Danny managed to remind her of that. I actually felt a little personally offended. I was like, okay, writers, jeez. <laughs> but it felt so on point for these two. It's such a way to tell your, your audience that you do not care about a character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that was, that was cold. That was ice cold. Um... Of course, it was delivered beautifully. I mean, Ella, mm-hmm. I was, I'm impressed. I was, a, it was a really great comeback. Um, and the look she had with it, <laughs> she nailed that. And I mean, it was deserved in this moment. It was certainly deserved mm-hmm. considering what Trudy's mm-hmm. just done and how people feel about her at the moment. You know, they're upset. They're not able to really think around that. But yeah, it's just, it's a punch in the teeth. Um, mm-hmm. Reminder of how Trudy has been treated by her own family. That any chance do we think maybe somewhere deep down buried somewhere that judy might have been trying to give some sort of warning <laughs> trying to say what the guardian's plan was i don't think she was thinking of it in that way mm-hmm. i mean i don't know you could be right i mean yeah. I, it's really hard to know what's going through trudy's head right now this is true because she's doing so much posturing right now you know mm. and yeah, but you make a good point with that because you know after what the guardian told her, it it could be you know, and she can't be obvious about it. She can't go to the Morrets with a, oh please help, you're our only hope at saving Bray. You know she can't do that. So it is interesting. Taunting Danny like this is an appropriate way for her to do so, but maybe the only other person who could maybe come up with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Never thought about it that way, but yeah, you, you do have a point. It could be. I don't personally think it is. I think it. she is just performing right now, showing off the information she has. That she's the one who knows what's going on. And, you know, since Danny has always been a control freak and needs mm-hmm. to know everything, it, it could be just a moment of hubris without realizing that Danny could use this information. Mm-hmm. Now that she knows what's going on, you're too busy showing off. Mm-hmm. You just needed her to see you in this elevated position. Um, so it could just be a moment of foolishness on Trudy's part because she is showing off. But I don't, I 
I personally don't think Trudy did it in any way to warn Danny or to give her friends a chance because I still think Trudy's just convinced they're going to roll with the punches regardless. Mm. But that's that's just a personal thing. No, that's fair. That's fair. At least we're all together. Look at Celine and Tysan. They don't even know if their husbands are dead or alive. She's meditating. This is no time to meditate. I'd have thought it was a perfect time. If she cared about him, if she really loved him, she'd go and knock the door down and go out and find him. I thought you two had worked things out. Sure, we have. But you're still jealous of her. I am not jealous. I'm just worried about Lex, that's all. Fine. Go break down the door and get us out of here. So, in captivity at the hotel, Alice is feeling rather annoyed at the helplessness of the Morats' situation. She gets wound up that Tyson is meditating rather than trying to escape and find Lex, to which Eddie perceptively replies that Alice isn't doing that either. Later, Alice and Tyson do talk, with Alice saying that maybe she would have been better off having left with Ebony, whilst Tyson explains her attraction to Lex. Um, so yeah, what did you make of what was going on there, panel? I, I did really like this scene. You know, it's it feels so in character, so genuine for both of them to respond that way. Because, you know, of course he's annoyed that the woman that is supposed to love Lex is just sitting there calmly when she can't think about sitting calmly herself. But on the other hand, Tyson, you know, being so upset and doing what she obviously would do in a situation like that. Because there is no way out. She's meditating, hoping to, you know, get enough rest in her head to calm down her worries so she can be of any use in helping later. And then, yeah, I, I always like the fact that Tyson is just, you know, talking to Alice again, telling her how she feels, and Alice simply responding with, ah, we might make a human out of you yet. Mm-hmm. It is a really great scene. I, I love the visual, too. The last time these girls were really, really talking to each other, really mm-hmm. allowing, you know, being honest, they had very similar looks. And so you, you got the visual of them trying to meet in the same place emotionally, trying to connect. And if you look at them here, their looks could not be any di- more different, you know. Um, and I think it speaks to a it's like a visual representation of the emotional separation between them now. And that they may never meet there again. And I I like Alice's despondent, you know, just, you know, I mean, I don't think she's genuinely like, gee, I wish I'd gone with Ebony and not tried to save my sister. But just expressing like, wow, this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I would have been better off. But it also almost speaks to sort of a resentment in that moment that she's sitting there with Tyson. You know, it's... It's almost code for how difficult this is to be around you. Um, we're, I'm trying, but it's still really hard to be around you. And being locked up with you guys in a room reminds me why I had to leave the mall, you know, <laughs> and hang out with Ebony. Um, because it's just really hard to be here with you guys. And I, I do like that Tyson doesn't take offense to that. And it's just, again, this is a place where she can be vulnerable with this person. And she hasn't lost those feelings for Alice. And... Um, it's just a very gracious scene of this beautiful friendship that we know got shattered through nobody's real fault. But And Alice doesn't really get over it. We know that. Mm-hmm. She, she'll have problems yeah. with Tyson forever, 
you know, it'll always be hard for her to look at Tysan the same, trust Tysan. Yeah. Um, she will in future take some cheap shots of, and you'll get these, you'll get these images. You'll realize how she still feels about Tysan, even though she's trying mm -hmm. to be the bigger person. Um, it's a complicated emotional relationship she has with her now. You know, I care about you, but you two face snake. You know, it's like mm -hmm. she's constantly having to battle that when she looks at Dyson. It's not easy for her. Shame it was never mended. Jack, are you sure this is going to work? I mean, we don't want to burn the place down. Yeah, well, we'll soak the sacks just enough so they smoke rather than burn. Well, where do we put them? Um, the outlet for the ventilation system on the roof. That's the best place. Jack, tell me honestly. I mean, what are our chances here? Well, I'd put mine at about 90% and I'm not so sure about yours. Don't get cocky. So yeah, just a few things to go over the panel. Um, what did you make of the plan itself to smoke the Chosen out um, and the rescue attempt? I'm just glad they actually utilized Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, used one of his strengths, thinking things through. Um, I actually like this scene. I think it was a clever way. It was, it was a clever comeback. It's a false hope that's, you know, that you need. And I thought that was great. It, it's like the beginning of the third act, which is usually the triumphant return, you know, after everything fell apart mm -hmm. in the second act. And so it almost gives you the illusion that they, they, they're they not, not everything's lost. They might come back from this. They got the Mallrats out. Yes, the Mallrats are united. Danny's not dead. Some people would be happy about that, you know, and, mm -hmm. and so, <laughs> so it's Thanks. like, oh, okay, <laughs> just saying, you know, it's a moment of, okay, all the things that Jaffa was just threatening have not come to pass for our mall rats. It's a good scene and um, it's a clever plan. I liked that plan. I thought that was really cool. I, it, yeah. And then the, the, the Chosen immediately ran away. Now that should be a red flag, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I can understand people not, I can understand young viewers being like, yes, they're going to get away. They're going to do this. They're going to figure it out. As long as the mall rats are together, you know, they, they, they're going to do this. And I actually was like, yes, chase them down and beat them. And beat them. That was your, that was your, that was the, what you did wrong before. You let them go, you moron, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and this is what happened. So I thought that was a nice moment of, We've learned from our mistakes. We've got to defeat them. Bray realizing these chosen aren't going to go away. We got to finish this, you know? And it was like a little too late, but wise, <laughs> you know, um, I liked it. But to follow them to the beach again, mm -hmm. I, I like again. <laughs> oh, but, but, come on. I'm just so happy to give Jack something like this to do. And they even, you know, they even grab back to former episodes and Jack just, you know, telling them, look, I made a layout out of the hotel because he's been there. He's been spying on Ebony for so long. He knows where things are, how things work in that hotel. So, yeah, he gets to be useful for once. Mm -hmm. And they let him. Well, because like, they're not useful. It's fine. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, but they can know, pretend all they want, but you can only fake it so long. Yeah, but you know, normally he they won't give him the credit for things like that, and they won't let him have the plan and follow it. You know, mm -hmm. 
um, after all all of the stuff that happened with Wolf uh, in the previous episode, I think he he needed like a win that that was separate from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Thing in his own wheelhouse. Something yeah. where he uses his brains. Mm, yeah. And it was it was truly a clever plan, you know, make them think that everything's on fire. You know, it smoke draws people out. It it makes people likely to flee. Yeah. Especially if they think a place like that's gonna be, you know, bursting with flames soon. I even think it makes sense that they're so high on the fact that they succeeded that they do not recognize the red flag of the chosen evacuating so purposefully. Mm-hmm. They don't think anything of that. They're like, let's just chase them down. And it's just like, I, even then, it makes sense that they don't recognize this could be a trap. Yeah, like, These guys yeah. are just way too yeah. well organized in this situation. You know, um, they've captured all the city leaders. You know, like, we, they didn't rescue anyone but the Marats. We don't, still don't know where yeah. everybody else is yeah. being held. You know, it, it's like even that, I, I, I don't blame them for right well, yeah. there recognizing those things they don't even well they don't know which tribes have you know bent the knee if you will like they don't know which ones have turned which ones are siding with the chosen now like they know nothing other than this is where the mall rats are we got to get them out i get that but you know someone like jet was right next to danny just seconds before this moment you know you you'd think they'd at least try you know because they had been watching when when they were, you know, kneeling with Danny in the previous part. And yeah, I, I just don't get it. Where did those leaders go? They didn't vanish into quick air. They didn't run. Oh, so we know what where happened. they went. Yeah, we know. But you know, in this moment, the mall rats don't know. And these people were right there. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, they only care about the mall rats. Yeah. Yeah, that's been firmly established. Which is, I mean, you know, <laughs> and... Once again, the city kids are right. Why we? Sh- why should we help you fight? Norrits and will look after themselves. I'm gonna not. I'm you know, be honest. I'm not surprised at which tribes you know did like. I'm not surprised they 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 pledged fealty or whatever. Yeah. Although, in fairness, I think if the idea was to sort out the chosen, then there would be time for all the rest of it after that. Yeah. I do think it's implied that um, they rescued more than the Mallrats. I just don't think it's filmed. The Mallrats aren't the only ones who got out of the building, weren't the only ones let out of the mm-hmm. building. Because very quickly after the Mallrats have un- reunited by the pool and everything's all smoky, even though the Mallrats are the only ones we see, when they discuss splitting up so they can go after the Chosen, we see Lex, when he's getting the go-kart, he's surrounded by people who seem to be in on this you know, yeah. like, yeah, we'll meet you at the beach. We're all going to do this together. Yeah. Um, and we do see them on the beach fighting with more yeah. than just yes. the Marats. Yes. We see Jet is there. So I think it's implied they rescued everyone from the hotel. They just didn't film it well enough to make that clear. Okay. You know, that they, they got everybody out of the hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I, I think that's implied, but I just don't think the shots they got make that very clear you just sort of have to yeah, keep things together like they clearly had to have gotten everyone else because they're all there on the beach it's not yeah. just the mall rats it's other tribes who are joining them mm-hmm. to this fight so they had to have gotten all these people out and stuff yeah i i think they they got everyone out we just saw them rescue the mall rats but they clearly opened some other doors 
Hey, you guys, don't worry, it's not a real fire. Come on. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it's a fun moment of triumph. It's, you know, yay, okay, they're all working together. They're all happy to see each other. It's a really cool moment. Yeah. Fault high. I, I like it as for what it is. I don't think I would have liked it if we didn't get the ending that we get. Yeah. I would have been like, are you freaking serious? You guys got to do all this crap and this is how you won? I would have been pissed. I would have been <laughs> so mad. <laughs> but, uh, still, they had their little win. And nobody seems to care about one of their own not being around. Just going, Ryan, oh, he should be around somewhere. 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 I'm, I'm going to give that a pass because yeah, this same. is supposed to be a chaotic scene. Yeah. You know, there's supposed to be smoke everywhere. You know, you're just trying to get everyone out of the building. You know there's not an actual fire. And yeah. you also know the last time you saw Ryan, he was dressed as a chosen. So you're probably thinking he's safe. He would blend mm -hmm. in if anything right. went awry. The last place you saw mm -hmm. him was on the roof. You know, I, I don't think yeah. it's they can be called out as just not giving a crap. Because when they want to show these guys don't give a crap, they're very obvious about it. Um, so <laughs> I think this kid, this is like one of those things where it's like, it's a fair assessment to think Ryan's fine. You know, he's around here somewhere. He's just disguised as a chosen you know also do you see jack shipping that person in the pool that's like definitely <laughs> a taste for violence there well see he learned all you have to do is shove <laughs> and that's how you win yep i mean could they swim do we know skill unlocked <laughs> it's gotta be done racking up the body count who knows maybe the guy looks at ellie once <laughs> that's it that's it <laughs> um and yeah let's let's talk about that Ryan scene. Uh, Ryan, please forgive me. I've been so awful to you. I've lied, cheated, but I'll make it up to you, I promise. Please, Ryan, wake up. I'm gonna have our baby. No. I know, I don't want to, but... <laughs> Let's get it out of the way. It's the last for season two. So. Uh, first for season two. <laughs> for now <laughs> in the aftermath of the battle a worried Celine hunts for Ryan and finds him unresponsive and she apologises for all that she has done to him and tells him that she's having their baby at which point he miraculously comes to <laughs> so panel after the whole saga of Celine and Ryan in season 2 um, were you convinced mm. at all by Celine here? <clears throat> oh yeah absolutely she was I mean, very yeah. worried she would have had to raise this baby on her own. You know, that that was what she was worried about, not about Ryan. You know, poor Ryan. I don't want you to die. No, poor Ryan. I need you to be alive because, you know, I'm having your baby, so I need you to be alive, okay? Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what I got from it. She's genuinely upset. She's genuinely yeah, no, concerned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just not about him. Right. About what it would mean if he's not mm -hmm. there to take care of her. I can't do this without you. It's fine. That's the only reason I went through this farce of a marriage and I'm making both of us miserable because I need you to raise our sprog even though you would have anyway. 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 Um, <laughs> not gonna go there. All right. and, and the only reason she says, Ryan, please forgive me, is for her own conscience. Oh, for sure. Which, to be fair, I'm surprised. Apparently she has one. Come on, <laughs> she's unconscious. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, this is the only time she's truly going to apologize is when he probably can't hear her. You know? She thinks he might be dead. 
Mm -hmm. Of course she's going to be just blurting out all of yeah. her fears of this is the karma I've brought on myself mm -hmm. and what am I what am I gonna do? I went through all of this trouble to trap you into this marriage and now <laughs> you're gonna die. Like, come on, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm, that's exactly what narcissists usually yeah. do, you know? you know? And don't you die on me because I still need you. Yeah. I need yeah. you. I'm sorry, whatever it takes. <laughs> I'm sorry about your eye. I'm sorry. Don't it's leave. It's gross. I don't like. Please it. don't leave me. You know? <laughs> but people but, would call this scene romantic, and that's that bothers me. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I mean, and it is so in character, though. It's it is. Oh yeah, no, this is so them, both of them. Oh yeah, Ryan just hearing that. That was baby? so Ryan, baby? my baby. Yeah, <laughs> like that was absolutely. <sighs> I mean, he has just it? taken a blow to the head, likely. <laughs> so. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's definitely him to be like, oh, you said a baby, huh? Okay, I'm awake now, right? Baby? It's like baby? Bray. Where's the baby? And, or Ebony and being brought out of her stupor by Bray, right? <laughs> Bray's hurt? Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> yes. I, I hate this trope, but yeah. <laughs> I can't See? Stand. Yep. It's, it's, it, but it, it, that's, what they, that's what they do. Yeah, I don't like the fact that it's filmed so romantically. Right, as a, this is a good moment between the two of them, because um, the way it's filmed, it it's filmed as though she's truly pouring her heart out and she's remorseful, and and Ryan waking up is the miracle of their relationship, mm -hmm. and it's like. Mm -hmm. Ryan, you'd be better off. No offense, if yeah. you just kept playing dead. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, I wish I, you know, I wish I could. you really would. You'd be way better off if you mm -hmm. just laid there on and kept your eyes closed. Who knows what else she might confess, Ryan? Uh, yeah, it's but, true. She only would have cried real tears for someone else if the guy knocked out would have been bright. Uh, yeah, it's mm. just yeah. My only problem with the scene is the way they the narrative just does try to play it as though it's a romantic yeah. scene with the, the music and like this is a, a great reconciliation what a beautiful for these moment. two. No. The relationship's going to be great now, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> if only. Oh, sorry for <laughs> that bubble. She told him about the baby and now they're going to live happily ever after, guys. How many episodes? Again, it's, it's meant, it's, How many episodes meant, do we get? It's meant to be the false high. Everything's going to be great now. We got our friends at the hotel. Celine is upset that Brian, Ryan could be dead and he's not. And yay for them. And the false high. We're winning. Mm -hmm. And it's all fake. Mm. They've won nothing. Celine and Ryan are not going to be okay. No. <laughs> nope. No. Thing to do. Sorry for my language. <laughs> I'm actually, I just got this image of the writers knowing they're playing with yeah. the heart of their young viewers. Oh, this is going to get them good. This is going to get them so good. <laughs> because I've had those moments as a writer where I know, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, I know how the reader's going to respond to this. Oh yeah. And I know too. that I'm, I'm in the background waiting to pull the rug out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Liz. Yes. Yes. That's what you do, Liz. I made you love this character. Now watch them die. How dare you? Too soon, too soon, too soon. <laughs> Maggie, it's been years. Nope. 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 Nope, never. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely some uh, uh, 
a Martin level kind of like Game of Thrones kind of messing with you, right? Yes, yes. There's like a level of sadism in this. Like, isn't it beautiful? But this is the only way it could go. This is what we've been building up to the whole season. How is it possible? Zoot's blood in your veins, and yet you have no vision. Vision? We have a vision. So after being confronted on the beach, the Guardian goads Bray, telling him to kill him, but Patsy throws sand at him and he's mocked instead. <laughs> that is, of course, until the frozen reinforcements <laughs> arrive, prompting another battle in which the Morats are overpowered. Um, oh, yeah. Focus on that. What did you make of the battle on the beach? I I cheered for Patsy. I'm not going to lie. I was like, yo, girl, I would have kicked sand in his face. I would have, it's fine. Uh, Now, the. She could have had better aim. (laughs) The the reinforcements coming in was, it definitely explained why they were all so calm. You Mm know, Um, I'm not surprised. They've been out gathering troops. You know, they've been out gathering a following this whole time. Like, and they've got the mall rats exactly where they want them. It was so creepy. Like the echoes yeah. of them chanting oh, yeah. in the, in, uh, on the uh, cliff. And, yes. And, and just look at the variety of tribes that they Yes, I was just going to say that. Did you guys, like, try to p- pick out which tribes they had? Yeah. You know? Like, oh, So, man. so many, even from far outside the city. I love it. I love the setup so well. Even before we realize that the chosen clearly have a plan yeah um i love it because even in this moment i don't feel like this was like my first time watching this this was my first red flag something's wrong one i just again you you guys were talking about the chosen being so calm Mm -hmm. they were not Mm -hmm. concerned at all that they were they put their back to the beach yeah you know what i mean like they are not in a disadvantaged position and the Marats have left their backs completely open to anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty usual. It was the way the Marats were responded to having the chosen. They don't have a plan. They don't know what to do with these guys. <laughs> nope. They, you know, they're just like, okay, well, we got you. You're defeated. What were the chosen supposed to put their weapons down or something? We like, is that what they were expecting them to do? Like. They're and sitting here with sharpened swords shaped like Z's, and the Malrads have bow staffs. Like, it's yes. a fight. You guys are going to take way more hit damage than the Chosen. Yeah. And so already I was like, oh, you guys, I feel like this is a trap. There's something mm-hmm. not right about this. This is like the 300 up against the Persians. Yeah. And the, the Chosen mm-hmm. are the 300. Like, come at us. Like, <laughs> Josh, Josh pointed out that the Chosen are like the first ones that have real weapons. Yeah. And I like, could kill you weapons. Yeah. I'm looking at the Guardian talking to Bray, and <laughs> I'm like, wow, you guys are unmatched. You don't know what to do with these guys. Nope. Unless they <laughs> give up, you don't know what to do with them. You're not going you to kill, yeah, kill them. He knows Bray will never kill someone, not yeah. willingly. I mean, he wasn't able to even make the decision to let the Guardian kill Lex to save Shruti. Come on. It, he knows it's not in his character. Then you have Lex, who's watching. I, again, I still don't know what that plan originally was. <laughs> Lex alone in the go-kart. I don't know and what then, the plan was. <laughs> I, the plan thinking. went as it was supposed to. Thank you. Um, yeah, but... but yeah. 
I, I love when Lex notices, like he hears something. Like at first he's like, oh yeah, they got him. They got him on the beach. Way to go, Bray. And then he, you see, like he notices something's wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah. And and then the all those beautiful colorful robes, the creepy vans showing up. <laughs> oh yeah, the van. Yes. Uh, the van deserves a credit. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love all the colorful robes. I love that you see clearly kids eagerly joining in on yes. this who've been recruited in this whole time, who've been won over. They don't even have chosen robes and they're here to fight. The, this was filmed really well. The four wheelers, <laughs> was, the, the motorbikes, you know. This was very mm. unsettling, very creepy the way yes. they just came out. Lord of the, not Lord of the Rings, but Lord of the Flies style. Mm-hmm. Um, that I would be scared. I, I could run. Yeah. I'd be so scared. I'd mindlessly run into the ocean. Like I, was <laughs> I would just slightly scared for all the kids on the edge of the cliff. Yeah, no, that that's creepy. <laughs> Them up. Yeah, no. All of it was. It was very well done. It's a really great sh- scene of their like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course you didn't win. There was no way you were going to win. You've been sitting there. This stuff has been growing. This is mold in the walls at this point. This is what you get for doing absolutely nothing. You know, and it's all just come home to roost in this moment Mm -hmm. that impending doom all these kids suddenly have as they realize we thought we had them on the ropes, but no, we just got lured into a trap and they can do nothing but look around. It's like, ah, what's happening? It's like, it's been happening for a really long time, guys. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what's been happening. We have Mm -hmm. that moment. Oh, it's so it's really like I mean I imagine it was a gut punch to a mm-hmm. lot of viewers who didn't realize this is where it was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what? No, who still believed in the mall rats who still looked at them as the good guys and right. But for me, it was satisfying. Yes, I didn't <laughs> think they were. I was like, oh yes, you so deserve this. This is what you've had coming this whole season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the culmination of everything, wasn't it? Everything, yep. everything they made us sit through. <laughs> yeah, all the tribes, you know, the distrust that they're the mistrust that they they built within the city and the tribes within the city, and and seeing how easy it was for some of them to be won over, and and we're like, yeah, we'll go for the Marats, absolutely. Like, yeah, it was definitely satisfying. It's it's one of the most satisfying twists. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really a twist in many cases because mm-hmm. it's like this was inevitable. The chosen were not going to be defeated with a bit no. of sand. Bless no. your heart, Patsy. Oh. Um, and if you that's throw not, sand, they weren't throw at the eyes. Come on, they <laughs> they, they weren't going to go out like that. You know, um, they would have been. It would have if they had beat the chosen right now. This whole season would have felt completely pointless. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I will give the writers credit for like going for this. Like they knew this is where they were going, and they they pulled the trigger. They didn't back out. They didn't suddenly let the Marats be saviors. They were like, no, they're going to have to earn their way back. This was all about their fall. This entire season was about them falling. Yes, their rise, their fall, all of it, yep. This was the Empire Strikes Back for young kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, it's uh, it's very satisfying, and it's well-deserved, and it brings the entire season together. Yeah. I I don't think the season would have worked without this sort of ending. And um I, what I really love is that the Mallrats did this to themselves. Yep. This wasn't done to them, you know? Like, they brought upon their own destruction. And um, even up to the end, they were blind to that. Yeah. Had no clue. Had no clue. Just sitting in the keep. The one percenters, shocked at the revolution. Yes. 
I'm not saying they deserve to lose their heads over this, but <laughs> you know, I can see why so many people do think they deserve to lose their heads over this. Yeah, not all of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, just to finish that up, like, what did you make of the fight itself? Like, <laughs> oh, okay, it's, it's okay. Moments. The fight is just like any other fight, right? Like it's okay. This is where we're at. The epic yeah, finale. Like, w were you impressed at all? I'm Alice. Glad I saw Alice knock people yeah. down. Alice was good. I was good that with was her. It, yeah, just Alice. yeah, Alice did some some damage. I like the chaos of it all. I think that worked really. Me well. too. Yeah, I like um, that. Chloe tried to run away with the dog. The dog. I'm like, yes, get Cloudy out of there. Get get out of there. <laughs> I was very disappointed with Tysan. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess she's still charging up her batteries. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the? We don't even see Tysan fight anybody. Like, she doesn't. She literally, someone grabbed her by the shoulder and she's behaving as though her hands were tied. And I was yeah. like, you kicked Zandra in the face. Yeah, you did. You know, we, we we saw Alice twirling those sticks. We've seen Tyson do that. She knows how Alice. to use one. Why she is I married mean? now. She is married now to a strong man, and she she cannot be seen doing this such things. So she weird. literally just told her husband yesterday, "You know, I can look after myself. <laughs> no wonder he didn't want to leave you. No wonder he didn't want to leave you to your own devices, Tyson." This is you why. lied. You transferred your power over to him, and now you're useless. Useless. I, what is it with women giving their power to the men? Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> she cut her hair. Yeah. Oh yeah, she did. She chopped she it off. Her hair. Yeah, I was so disappointed with her. I was like, you can't show Tyson using one of those skills that you spent an entire season building up. Yeah. Just one. It's very strange. I, 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 I don't understand it. It's the, they, they've just taken it away from her. They don't want her to have it back. It's, it's weird. I don't know. I don't understand why. She used to be both Zen and Kung Fu. And now she's like... She's supposed to. I'm a, I, I don't have that in me anymore. Like, you don't even know your own characters. No wonder no. she has this unearned reputation. Uh, yeah. Well, that was... Yeah. So disappointing. And Jack <laughs> was fighting. Jack was fighting. Yeah. And Tyson Matt was, was just right. Like, Matt was right. Jack got a taste yeah. of blood. And Matt was like, you see Dal attempting. Oh my gosh. I saw Danny throwing punches. Danny. Yeah. Danny, where's your crossbow? She has a proper weapon too. Where's her crossbow? And why hasn't anyone used it until now? You know? Well, I mean,. It, it was just for show, you guys. No, it, we we see it eventually again, but it's it's not the yeah. same one. It's just you, it's not throat. the same one. It's not the mm. same one. Mm. She was living in a museum. It was a prop. It was a prop. <laughs> nah, I I do like the scene for the chaos, like Matt said. Mm -hmm. I, I like how chaotic it feels. It it you feel like what they must feel with all this happening around them. It's you can't wrap your head around it. You can't think. You can't get away. There's nowhere to run. You know, you're coming at they're coming at you from all sides. Even the color palette is chaotic, which I really love, you know, and yeah. you don't know who is friend or foe at right. this point. You're just running wild and being overwhelmed. It's like an ant battle. It's it works visually. For the most part. It looks like what a street fight would look like in a city full of abandoned kids. But all oh, the screaming of the girls. Uh, Dude, they, they, 
they like to use that scream track, okay? That, that yeah, is one that of their favorites. Crazy. That is the alarm, isn't it? The alarm system for the mall. Like it's their personal Wilhelm scream. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like it. I, I would be very disappointed if it wasn't in a fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I pointed it out a couple times. Well, come on. At least show one of the boys screaming like little girls. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I still think the um the fight at the tribal gathering was done better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one's not that terrible, especially since they're meant to lose. So yeah, I was gonna say they weren't allowed to win this one, though. No. Yeah, I wonder if as well part of the issue was that there's so much crammed into this episode that everything just feels really short. Mm-hmm. Mm, possible, since very little happened in the last episode. Yeah, the calm before mm. the storm, or they just maybe they didn't get enough coverage, and so. Yeah, you feel like you're missing some information with the mm. shots, and they're just using the ones they've got. Yeah, uh, we'll come to shots in a second. <laughs> the, our final thoughts of the episode. So, as it reaches its conclusion, Lex attempts to rescue Bray in a commandeered buggy, <clears throat> but immediately crashes over a little dune, <laughs> leaving them both uh. unresponsive. Trudy mm. arrives epically on horseback with Brady, looking <laughs> triumphant as a resistant Danny is knocked to the ground. While on a distant hillside, a troubled-looking ebony watches on. <laughs> um, yeah, panel, go at it. Oh, it was a lot. Where to begin? What? <laughs> where is your brain? It was lovely. Come on, save your wife was... or save someone who's actually freaking useful. Was he went the for plan? the tribe leader. He went for the tribe leader. <laughs> the tribe That's leader he, he doesn't believe in. That, I don't know. I don't. You. I don't. I don't. He, he went don't for the know. most useless person he knows. <laughs> Wow. I, you know, he she's not wrong. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like Patsy did more in this fight than Bray oh did. Oh my gosh. Bray spent the entire fight unconscious again. Because <laughs> that's what he does. You know, having Bray. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, hon, but. Yeah. Bray accidentally. <laughs> moving his knee and accidentally hit a hit a switch that, that veered them off. That's the what road. happened, yeah. Like it was I, a total I, when, accident. When, mm-hmm. like, okay, first when you see Bray, the aftermath, and Bray's knocked out, I was like, Are you freaking kidding me? You couldn't let him fight even here. <laughs> you had here? to you had to take him is his reputation as a pretty boy so important to you that you couldn't show him fighting here? You had to conveniently because there's no way Bray could have lost this battle on his own. Oh no, not the self-insert. He had to have been unconscious. He would have turned the battle if he'd been awake, guy. So the second I saw that, I was like, for real, again, yeah. Bray. Again, you have plausible deniability that none of this was your fault because you were asleep during the whole thing. <laughs> you were asleep. <laughs> and then when Lex shows up, I'm like, okay, was this the plan? Is this the only thing that makes sense about Lex having the go-kart? Was he supposed to always swoop in and save one person if things went wrong? <laughs> Why was he with the go-kart? He did nothing through this fight. What was the point of the go-kart? I think he just took the go-kart to get there faster. Yeah. Why? He did nothing. He didn't even untie boats this time. He got scared. He he had he has PTSD. He sees he saw what happened last time. Plan. What was the plan? I don't know what the plan was. I'm sorry. I don't know what the plan was, Maggie. I really <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, uh, 
At least before this, he was all about, I need to go save my wife. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> if he would have saved Ty Sam, we wouldn't have been able to have this entire next season, two seasons, whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. seasons we get, of Lex yeah. dying to to find her. And, like, we yeah. wouldn't have, like, I mean, he's got to set up this where they have this reunion, you know, and then okay. and then he oh, loses her yeah. again. Like, a, Fine. for good Fair. this time. Right? Fair. Fine. I can agree he with couldn't. that. He couldn't. He couldn't rescue her this time. It wasn't her turn. No. But then why not? you know, get out the person he sees as one of his best friends. Okay, okay. Because Alice would have been useful. Right, but Bray was the leader. Yeah, again, he doesn't care about that, though. I know, but it's just, maybe, okay, okay. I'm trying to justify this without, (laughs) without... I, I can't. I'm done. All right. You got it. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, Maggie, I'm with you. I'm like, I'm willing to buy him saving Bray. Fine. Lex does lots of stupid things. What's one more? You know, it's <laughs> fine. Darn it. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess you I, thought he should die last season, too. It's fine. I'm like, okay. He, he, he tried to save Bray from Danny. I mean, and now he tried to, maybe he's trying to save him <laughs> Danny again. I don't know. Um, I... I know why this is happening. I, I understand. He, I can even, I can even somewhere in my brain be like, he reasoned that Bray getting the leader is their Mallrats hope. Getting Bray, you know, whatever happens, the Mallrats won't lose hope if Bray is still alive. Even if Lex doesn't get it and resents it, thinks it's stupid, he's not dumb. He does get that that the Mallrats require Bray for some reason. Yes, yes. So if, even if Thank that was you. his Thank reason. You. For getting Bray. But it it is funny that he rescues Bray only to immediately regret it and keep going on about his wife. And it's like, you could have grabbed her. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We wouldn't we wouldn't get this this angsty, you know, Lex next whatever few episodes. I don't know. Half a season. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Saving Bray is less confusing to me than what was the freaking plan? Like well, the plan definitely wasn't to crash on a small rock, okay? I mean, let's, he please, let's talk about I how mean, badly <laughs> shot that scene was. Please, go. <laughs> okay, okay. It is a go-kart. He should have been able to clear mm-hmm. the rock. Anyway, I, it, <laughs> they could have done better. I mean, okay. I, I personally think that like they had to have gone a little bit of a distance and then crashed. It wasn't like immediate, mm-hmm. right? Because... How would they not know, um, like, right then that he, they were dead if they were, like, 10 feet away? Um, I, the coverage doesn't do a very good job of showing no, that. Like, no. you can't, it's hard to get the image of how far away the crash is to where the group is. I, mm-hmm. I, I, have, I have to say they can got bad coverage. Can you see it with, with the cover? Like, when they, when they show Ebony, can you see the go-kart? No. You know what I mean? It's, not in this scene. I don't know okay. if it's because... I don't know. Maybe it's possible the boys were not in the go-kart for this stunt. That's possible. Because when it rolls over, it's from behind. You can't yeah. verify that it is the actors. And it might have had to been done separately. You know, due to mm-hmm. the fact that it was a dangerous stunt. And... um but there are no wide shots to show it within the frame so that you have an idea of where everybody is. So I have a feeling the stunt had to be done separately. And for once they didn't use the young actors to do it. Yeah. Um, but it's comical and it shouldn't be funny. <laughs> they could have done this, it like, mm. it's supposed to be a triumphant moment that in this moment, Lex 
saves his leader despite all of their differences. Yep. And it's supposed to be that last ring of hope. And the way it's filmed, you shouldn't be laughing when the go-kart tips over. <laughs> no, no. You should be like, oh, no, we thought they might get away. You're not supposed to be like, what? Flintstones, yeah, like, like, what? It, <laughs> if you have, a, like, you should, when you see it, there shouldn't be anything in your brain that says, oh, yeah, they're dead. They have helmets on when they do bonk. I laughed so hard watching this 20 years ago. It's never stopped being funny. It goes, it stops, it rolls, it just tips over. It's um, like a really good dad joke. You know it's <laughs> dumb, but you still laugh yes. every time your dad yes. says it. I think it's the fact that there's there's no time to kind of process in your head what's going on and get that kind of bit of hope before it's all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. And I get it. I absolutely understood that part. It was nice to have, you know. And then having Ebony looking down on everything. Iconic. Uh Yes, that oh, she looks so good. And I also think that <laughs> it's comical because yeah. we just watched the crash. We see the reaction shots. We see the boys unconscious. K- kudos to the kids. They look genuinely concerned. Like this was a bad crash. Like, yeah. Ella Wilkes's expression looks like she just watched Bray blow up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. It's like selling they a wrestling did, move. Did great. But I think it's hilarious that right after this, Trudy White rides up on a white horse. <laughs> the horse wasn't even startled by the crash. Nope. Like, where did they come from? How long were they on the horse before they came into view? Yeah. It shouldn't be so funny. I love that the crash didn't even disturb their plans. It's like kind of saying something during a wedding and everyone just kind of looks at you but goes right back to the wedding. That's what the crash is. It's just like, really, dude? Now? And then everybody just goes back to saying the vows like you didn't say anything. That's what the crash was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh, uh, I I have to say it. I know it's strange her riding, riding in on that white horse. But I do love that they did that. You know, I they're bringing her in. Yeah. Yeah, the symbolism, they're bringing her yes. in. The supreme mother above all others on that white horse. With the symbolic behind the white horse being, you know, like the purity that Jaffa wants to see in his pre-mother. It, yeah, they, they picked it nicely. And I, yeah, I, I can see why they did it. Because Jaffa never plans anything without a reason. I'm so convinced he wanted to ride the horse. <laughs> oh, for sure. That's canon now. That was his idea. <laughs> and to have a white horse. And that's why he dislikes Trudy so much. This is where his dislike starts. (laughs) That was supposed to, he was supposed to exit on the horse. Yes, this was his moment. But someone was like, oh my gosh, I think that would be so amazing at the Supreme. And then he had to go with it. Yep, he had no choice. That's why she's so triumphant. But I'm going to complain the Mm -hmm. whole time. Right. I swear, he is like a resentful understudy. I think it's fine. It's 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 dramatic. It's very Jaffa. Yeah, you know, and he has that sense of flair. I, I just it's funny to think of this is what Trudy's been preparing for in the background while all this crazy stuff was going on. You know, bathing and places. Being dressed. Exactly. Like all I can think is when the horse shows up, they should have seen the horse coming down the beach, considering how close she is when they finally look up and she's on the horse. And it just makes me laugh picturing them hearing the battle as they're walking along out of sight on you know, towards it, knowing, Don't worry, we're fine. Like it's totally cool. <laughs> Until she's within sight. That that's funny to me. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it's supposed to be, but it looks very comical. Um 
And I love, uh, I, 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 okay, I love the iconic shot of Ebony looking down on it. She looks fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, it's an epic shot. And it's a good wide shot of what she can see. It's very Mad Max. I like that, you know, the doom buggies surrounding the mall rats. They're defeated. They're on their knees. It's a great shot. Like, haha, you know, like, it's great. I don't like the unceremonious exit of Danny. That's the last shot we ever get of Danny. And it's not even conclusive of what just happened to her. But it's like, you can only think that Danny's dead. She just got hit in the yeah. stomach and the back with sharp swords. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it definitely the, isn't the way I wanted her to go out. I mean, the mall rat reaction to that, the only one who reacts is Dal. And his reaction <laughs> is sort of like, I tried. Crap. That sucks. Like, that's his reaction to what looks like she just got her torso sliced open. And then she's, mm -hmm. that's it. Like, I didn't like Danny. She didn't deserve to go out this way. Yeah. Yeah. But to have the boys, because, you know, next to Dal, we see Jack instantly trying to get towards Danny at first. Just have them tr at least try. I'm glad they added that shot. She deserved better than that. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. And it's never conclusive because, you know, the very next episode, the season premiere of season three, they're going to act like they didn't just see that happen. Like they don't know what happened to Danny. They're literally going to say things like, well, she was with us when we were on the beach. I'm like, yeah. And she got practically sliced in half <laughs> nobody remembers watching that you were in the shot when it happened and you're gonna all talk like you just don't know what happened to her like come on come on yeah it is on brand for character disappearances right just have one character be like i saw her go down like when the chosen attacked her i don't you know i don't know if she was all right like that's all you gotta say but don't act like you didn't see what freaking happened when it's one of the last shots of the finale that we, you saw it, you were watching when she was attacked. And I love the cliffhanger ending. I really do. Even the fact that mm -hmm. it's, uh, it takes place around some cliffs. I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. Um, uh, it's one of my favorite cliffhangers I've ever watched where I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to know what happens next. Um, it's, like I said, it was satisfying for me because. I didn't I, this is the way it should have gone this is how the season should have ended i don't think it could have ended any other way and been satisfying um and it just pulled together everything we saw everything that the be the characters did the consequences of their actions it wasn't a twist because it wasn't just like out of the blue it was a it was a well-earned this is where it was always going to go i love the fact that season two is the only season that was so well planned from beginning to end you know, it was just a well-written book. It's got its problems, but yeah, I never feel like I, this ending makes me feel like nothing was a waste of my time. Everything had a purpose. Everything had a reason for happening. It was just mm -hmm. a cascade of dominoes. This was the only place it was going to lead. And I, I really appreciate the effort that went into this season to tell a solid story with a point beginning to end. And Jaffa just sitting there so triumphantly from the first episode the premiere we see him and we're like who is this weirdo to hear and it's just like oh wow wow yeah he truly is the perfect villain and that's why i maintain that season two is the best written season you know because of its point and its story and its message all the way through they never they really don't go too far off task of what they're trying to convey 
the downfall of heroes, how they got there, what they did to themselves, how they their actions affected everyone around them. And it just branched out and there was no stopping it at some point. And um, what a great lesson to teach kids. Granted, a lot of kids may not have gotten it, but appreciated that it was there. And mm-hmm. none of the other seasons will ever, ever had this, you know, ever had this kind of solid, cohesive storytelling where everything these kids did had a consequence. If anything, I hoped someone picked up on the fact that you don't treat people the way they treat a Trudy. It will come back to haunt you if they can. But I mean, it's not just that. I mean, granted, that obviously matters, but it's even small things. Friendships being ruined and changed mm-hmm. because of how people treat each other. It, it's how you the fractures, and then you don't have those people. You can't depend on them later because of the fractures that you caused by this action way back here. You know, just they never disappear. They're just ripples. They just grow bigger and bigger and wider and wider. Everything these guys did, everything they did led to here mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a, a, a lot of nuance wasn't it it wasn't just you know black and white this is good this is bad it was really good no absolutely the, not the, the, the details of it and all the all the different kind of outcomes and even though i've hated the mall rats for most of season two at the same time i i i, I don't feel like they were just written like they're dumb now they're stupid they're bad and that's why bad things are happening to them I, as Matt said, there's a nuance to why they behave the way they do, even if I disapprove of the way they're behaving and I disapprove of their actions, their actions make sense for who they are, where they are in their lives, what they're thinking, what it is they want, their ability to achieve that and deal with other people. So it's, they're just not cardboard cutouts messing up. They're humans. It is a nice exploration of well we're a mess people are a mess what happens when we achieve what we were our goal what happens you know we we have the chance to run the show well we're a mess <laughs> so it's gonna be messy and this is what happened and and this is each step that leads us down that path mm-hmm. right like every single one of these mall rats got to show how ugly they could be you know, even if they were very heroic in season one, they got to show how beautiful they could be, even if they were very ugly in season one and just on and on and a lot of shades. Yeah. So, yeah, even though I hated them for much of this season, <laughs> I don't hate them in general, I guess. Right. You know, and yeah, I want them to come back from this. I want them to find a way to grow from this and defeat the chosen, you know, did you learn your lesson? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. As For me, just as a big Tree fan, those final moments of the season just feel very satisfying, you know? Just take it. <laughs> it's, it's actually more fine. heartbreaking for me because it's like she's a part of a cult. Trudy's not happy. This isn't a happy ending for Trudy. This is horrible. You know, and this yeah. is, but this, you know, like she needs to be rescued. <laughs> yes, he does. But, you know, for this moment, she can just have her moment being above them as short as that moment may be. That's fair. So that brings series two, episode 52 to a close. Thank you very much to the panel. And if you'd like to take part in a future episode of the podcast, 
please just send us a message on our Facebook page or on our website, thetribe.co.uk. So we'll see you next time for a brand new Spanking Series 3. Until then, bye. 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 Bye.